<laughs> okay, it's not as good as the last joke. You're right. But it's still technically, it, it was good enough for the laugh you gave it. Uh, it's, it's, a new, it's a new joke. Welcome to the world. We changed the world that way. That little joke entered and became part of the routine. Uh, all right, well, uh, I'm gonna, I have more jokes. I'll do some more jokes throughout the show. Uh, I think I promised you a short set. I think that's, that was short enough. I'm gonna sit here throughout the show, so I just, I do wanna point out to the people seated in this general direction, um, it's hot. Enjoy the view of my balls. <laughs> if Harry and Larry make it out to you, the home audience, uh, at youtshow.com, that should, that should increase our ratings. Uh, right, uh, this is, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna move over to here. I was supposed to have a big ending, uh, but I went short. All right, thank you, Terry. Thank you, Terry. Uh, okay. uh, winners of tonight's contest get a uh, huge Chuckle Space Station conundrum notepad. Uh, that's essentially uh, all the flyers I didn't hand out. I staple. <laughs> all right, we're going to try to show a movie, everybody. This is a, uh, here's the whole point of tonight is we made short films, Eugene and I. Uh, we like to make short little videos uh, to entertain you. We've been able to put them up on our Facebook event pages here as promo to, to you know, draw the big exciting crowds that we get. Um, thank you. I'm not saying we're good at this, but I'm saying we're getting better. So uh, we're going to try to show you our first one. This is Peanut Butter Fish. Uh, if we can dim the house lights, the kids here in the, in the theater. And film by Seattle Standard comedians, fun standard comedians. Uh, I've worked with this young lady before at a lot of very fun pride shows. Would you please welcome Sunny Shields, everybody? Here comes Sunny Shields. She's gonna get a free Space Station Conundrum notepad for her performance here tonight. Uh, yeah, you can see it right there. How many pages do I get here? Uh, seven. One new joke for every day of the week. Awesome. Let me come down to the, the, the lake and write them with you. All right, guys, my name's Sunny Shields. We've only got like 10 minutes to get to know each other. You guys ready? We're gonna get, we're gonna yeah. get deep. And I really like innuendo, so anytime I say something like that, like we're gonna get deep, you can go ahead and say that's what he said. I don't mind. I do not mind at all. <laughs> what was that? Uh, ooh, I probably got a Skype message. Oh, very nice. You guys spelt my name right, too. Eugene, good job. Look at that. Look at that Google me, guys. I'm a good time. So I guess let's hit the key points. Okay, guys, this is really hard. A lot of people 
don't believe this when I tell him, but um, I'm a lesbian. No. Yeah, I know. No. It's really hard to tell. I, mean, all, I have guys hitting on me all the time. You know what I tell them, though? I tell them that chances are if you're attracted to a female that looks like me, it's not a big leap to screwing some guy that looks a lot like me. <laughs> Maybe they need to have that conversation, you know, that, with themselves. <sighs> okay, so yes, I am a lesbian. I am strictly liquidy. I tried, guys. <laughs> I tried it. Seriously. I have a little song. I have a little song about it that I just came up with last night. You ready for this? Sometimes it's hard to be a lesbian woman. Being told to give your love to a man. He'll try hard sometimes to please you. But in the end, he just won't do. Cause after all, he's just a man. <laughs> There's more to come on that one. Nobody, that's what he said. More to come. Gosh, come on guys, get with it. That's what women are always saying. <laughs> There's more, more to come. come. Try harder. That's <laughs> Uh, what else can I tell you guys about myself? I, uh, I had the awesome opportunity to compete in a TV show on HGTV. Any lesbians out there watch HGTV? You watch HGTV? No. You're not a lesbian, no, huh? <laughs> You're not wearing plaid. That would be one that'd be a giveaway. Um, so the TV show is called All American Handyman on HGTV, right? Two Canadian judges. I'm not sure why there's two Canadian judges. Anyway, that's probably why it only lasted a couple years in America. But guess what, guys? I won. Thank you, thank you. I am, I am the first female to hold the title All-American Handyman. Yeah. And this is my favorite joke. I'll never get tired of saying it. Do you know why it's appropriate that a lesbian holds the title All-American Handyman? Because I can operate every piece of equipment and tool that a man can. <laughs> that was a strap-on joke for anybody out there that... Uh, didn't get that. <laughs> I'm gonna be on Ellen, guys. It's exciting. It's super exciting. The first female to win the title. She doesn't know it yet. She hasn't called me. Um, I'm waiting. So if any of you guys happen to know somebody who knows somebody who knows Ellen, would you guys just get a hold of her and tell her that her stalker, Sonny, is uh, serious about wanting to be on her show? <laughs> the letters and the presents haven't gotten made, made that clear. Yeah. Anybody drinking tonight? I am. Cheers. I'm having a delicious beverage. It's called uh, Angry Balls, or I prefer Balls and Cider. <laughs> it's, it's Angry Orchard with Fireball in it. It's, why, it's the only balls I'll put in my mouth. Whoa. 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 <laughs> what else do you guys need to know about me? Let's see. Um, I want my own TV show again. I got my, I see I got like four minutes of fame. I want my other, um, was that 11 minutes? 11. 11, thank you. Math. You do math. I like that. Um, I usually use my phone. Uh, <laughs> so this, the show that I want to have is good. I'm going to call it the Sunny Do List. If you give me your honey do list, I'll make it my Sunny Do List. Is that catchy? <laughs> That's catchy, right? That I is like clever. That. It's yeah. freaking clever. Like but the catch is, I'm going to stay with you when I improve your home and your life, right? So I'm like a member of your family. So if you guys, you know, like... Go to church, okay, I'll try it. I'll go to church. Um, if you guys are vegan, I'm probably gonna sneak away and get a burger or something, but you know, while I'm in your house, I'll eat vegan. Um, 
And basically, I'm going to go around and do comedy, karaoke, introduce you to different parts of your town that you've never been to. It's like Guy Fury, but a lot cuter and more fun. You guys down? You would watch that, right? I would watch that. Um, I actually had a, a breakup recently, guys. You guys ever had your heart broken? Anybody? A little, little hemorrhage, a little bit of a fracture. Maybe not broken, but... So I went from heartbroken to whore in like 1.5 months. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. Yeah. The best way to get over somebody, what is it? Get under somebody else. That's right. So I went down under. Wow. I went to Australia. I was looking for somebody to get under that had a sexy accent. Didn't happen. But, uh, you know, I still had, I still had some ad adventure, damn it. You guys like my shorts, by the way? I went to Plato's Closet today. They're pretty, they're pretty obnoxious, really. Um, my plan was to actually, I, did you guys know there's like a pink theme? Should I do it? Sure. You guys want me to drop my drawers? Do it. You want to see the pink? Because Terry Barton Greg has pink on too, and Chuck here's got some pink on. So I was just going to wear my regular like board shorts, and then tell you about my secret. Since the breakup, right, I've found that I, I like obnoxious things like these shorts and big glasses. And I have this weird thing that I like to wear girl shorts to sleep now. No. I'm not going to lose my chapstick lesbian card, am I? <laughs> I think so. Okay. <laughs> so Boy, you better it. stop. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm checking for a bulge. <laughs> it's in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Probably in a drawer as well. <laughs> I like to keep them. I like to keep them in what I call my. Uh, so, does anybody have a gym bag? <laughs> you, <guys go> <laughs> you name your dildo Jim? No. <laughs> no. No. Hello, my name that, is Chuck Roy. I'll be right here. That would be. That would be weird. <laughs> so I have a gym bag, right? That has kind of morphed into what my friend likes to call my hoe on the go bag. Everyone should have a hoe on the go bag. I'm just saying, it's convenient. I've got my sunglasses, you know, this, when you go tanning, you have little sunglass things, I have those. I've got my like, my little punching gloves if I wanna go do some, uh, some boxing classes. And I've got my dildos and some clothes. Some sunscreen, some bug spray. I'm telling you, load your hoe on the go bag with whatever the hell you want, but that's what's in mine. I've got a bathing suit as well. And you want to know what I named my dildos? <laughs> you might like you might like this. It says name that dildo game. Uh, we'll only do two. Uh, I've got a silver dildo. Um, that one's called the silver bullet. It's guaranteed to fill her up and never let her down. Wow. Remember that advertising for Coors? Yeah. The silver bullet. I might be a little. I might be dating myself on that one. Um, Makes me think of the Lone Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> if it works, the back of the house. if it tickles your fancy, you go right ahead. <laughs> you can see me with. The no, we won't go there. Um, all right, and then I've got a. a, a what, what is it? Pink? It's a pink one, and it's got a little like. Like a, like a little rib on the back, so that the giver can maybe receive a little pleasure at the same time as the receiver. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with. Uh, we call that one R and R. It's a kind of code, you know, like, hey, babe, you look like you need a little R&R. &R. You want to come on? But it's actually short for Ruby Rose. Do you guys know who Ruby Rose is? She is sexy. If you do not know who she is, you need to Google her right now. And then Google me after. I don't mind being sloppy seconds to that one. She is hot. 
And she's, she's an Australian I would have liked to gotten under. Uh, <laughs> she was not in Australia when I was there, however, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> should I cut it short, or am I about 10 minutes? I haven't even measured my time. Uh, no, you got to go good? short. Got to go short? i got to cut this short, guys. It's really um, important. <laughs> let's see. I think I you read this. You don't got to go short. I think but. I read <laughs> I like to go long. But the good thing is I have a wide variety to choose from. So if you guys like small, medium, or large. R&R uh, is kind of medium. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, well, look for me on your TV soon. I've read this once on Facebook. This is a, let's see here. What do you say we Tumblr back to MySpace? Uh, you can Google my Yahoo while you Twitter my Facebook. Pinterested? <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'm Sonny Shields. All right, Sonny Shields, everybody. All-American handyman, good job. I had a twink I called the All-American Hander Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, uh, three, uh, several more comedians. Uh, young man, it's a hot crowd. It's a hot crowd, and I look forward to watching you tear them up. Uh, we have a, uh, my first time watching this young man. Please welcome Anthony Armstrong, everybody. Give him a nice round of applause. Here he comes. Get up here, sir. Enjoy the show. They're very fun. What's going on, people? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So I'm originally from the west side of Chicago, man. It's a rough place to grow up, you know? Growing up, I was in the game, but they kicked me out. What it did was, we get ready to do a drive-by on a rival game. We got our guns together, we strapped. We got our crew together, we deep. We get in the car, we finna roll on these fools. I put my seatbelt on. <laughs> <laughs> Safety is frowned upon in the thug community. <laughs> I didn't know that. They kicked me out. But I don't know why I wanted to be in the gang anyway. Not with Miss Armstrong around. My mom was crazy. I had one of those moms, when she got mad at me, she hit me with the closest object to her. My mom whooped my ass once with a wind channel. <laughs> It hurt like hell, but the sound is so beautiful. <laughs> but that's how it was in our house. If you messed up, you got your ass whooped. And I was always messing up. I got tired of getting whoopings. I thought about running away. But then I remembered, nobody goes looking for little black kids when they go missing. We don't get amber alerts. Matter of fact, the name lets you know it's not for little black kids. <laughs> Amber Alert, you don't know one black person named Amber. If you know a black person named Amber, they're in witness protection. And you shouldn't trust black Amber because she's a fucking snitch. Yeah, black Amber is telling on people. I was raised by all women. I was brought up by my mom, my grandma, my auntie, you know? So my mom's biggest concern was that I was going to grow up to be a punk, a sissy, you know? So there's a lot of stuff I couldn't do as a kid. Like I couldn't blow bubbles. <laughs> couldn't blow bubbles. You know how fun bubbles look to a kid when you can't do it? I used to daydream about blowing bubbles like I swear to God when I grow up, I'm going to blow the biggest bubbles I can get my hands on. I couldn't eat no dick-shaped foods around my mom. That's no ice cream, hot dogs, lollipops. Those are the best kid foods. 
I used to sneak and cook hot dogs and then go in the closet and eat them. I had like two hot dogs in my mouth at the same time. Now that I'm an adult, I realize that uh, my mom almost inadvertently turned me into the best dick sucker in the universe. It was a close call, close call. It's been Antoinette tonight, Antoinette, Antoinette. Man, I'm in a relationship now, you guys. That's crazy. What's his name? <laughs> That's my boo right there. You know? I've always had troubles in relationships, you know, but it's not my fault. I promise you, I'm a good guy. But my dick is evil. It talks to me. It makes me do things. Like this one time I got tricked into cheating on my girlfriend. This other woman came to me and told me her coochie tastes like honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> now I'm not stupid, but I'm curious. <laughs> Think of it like this. If somebody came here right now and said, watch out, it's a dragon behind you, you know dragons don't exist. But you're going to look just to be sure. I had to be sure. Me and my girl live together, too. That's crazy. Because when you live with your girl, you got to do things every day that you're not accustomed to doing, like bathing. <laughs> I don't bathe every day. I'm an adult. I don't have to. And the smell of my own balls don't bother me. But now I got her nose to think about, you know? And plus, I never know when I got a teabag on demand. You can't teabag your girl with dirty balls. That's not what love is. You gotta have clean balls. If you really love, if you really love. My girl's real good with money, man. She's frugal and financially responsible. I hate that shit. Yeah, yeah. Chuck knows what's up. I like to spend money, man. I grew up poor. I make a little cash now, so I like to do stuff like go to Whole Foods and make it rain on them bitches. I be in there pouring organic tea on cashier's titties, <laughs> buying nothing but the finest free-range, cruelty-free meats. That's how I spend my Saturday mornings. But you know what? Sometimes my girl can take saving money too far. The other day I came home from work, it was a box on the porch. I took the box in the house, I opened the box, the box was filled with rice cakes. So I asked my girl, I said, why is there a box of rice cakes on the porch? She said, oh, those must be the rice cakes I ordered online. Who the fuck orders rice cakes online? <laughs> so I asked her, I said, why did you order rice cakes online? She said, oh, Amazon was having a sale on them, which pissed me off even more, because who the fuck orders regular ass rice cakes from Amazon? I told her, look, these rice cakes better transform into a VCR or something, because I know these ain't just some regular-ass rice cakes. I don't know why I said the VCR. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I'd rather have a VCR than some regular-ass rice cakes, I guess. VCR. Play my VHS. Growing up in Chicago, I was raised around all black people. But now that I live out here in Colorado, I hang around majority white people, which is fine. I like white people. Y'all cool as shit. Yeah. No? <laughs> so a lot of times now when I go out, I'm the token black dude. And I don't mind it. I actually prefer it. 
Because what I've learned is white people are curious. They have questions about black culture. And I like being the go-to source of information. <laughs> like right now, I got this guy at my job believing that um, eating fried chicken will make his dick bigger. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating fried chicken six times a day for six months straight. Got high blood pressure, gout. <laughs> He's still eating that chicken, though. I was actually at work the other day. I was eating some hot wings. It was this white lady across the table. She was staring at me. So I look up and I go, can I help you? She says, I love the way you eat chicken. I said, what? She says, you put the whole wing in your mouth and just pull out the bone. That's amazing. <laughs> at first, I was upset. I was appalled. But then I thought about it. That is pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> Takes a real time to get all the meat in one swoop. I see a lot of pretty ass white women out here, man. I've never dated a white woman before. You know, this don't work out with my girl. I'm gonna jump the fence, come to the other side. You know, I don't know what it is about white women. They just make you believe in yourself. You know, like you can do anything. But I don't know, because I think it's a lot of pressure for a black man to date a white woman. You know, because if I date a white woman, the sex has to be amazing every single time. Can't just be okay. I got a stereotype to uphold here, people. Because I can't be the reason a white woman goes black and then go back. I can't do that to my people. We work too hard. All right, that's all I got for you guys tonight. Thank you, thank you. Anthony Armstrong, everybody. Hey, good stuff. Oh, don't forget, you, don't forget your huge chuckle space station conundrum notepad. Each one of our performers tonight gets a fantastic space station conundrum notepad. Anthony Armstrong, you're an ace, buddy. I look forward to seeing you again. All right, uh, coming up is a very funny young man, a uh, uh, member of the Skinny Jeans Squad here in town. He's hip, he's adorable, he's fresh, he's new. Uh, I hope you enjoy his comedy. I enjoy seeing him tell jokes. Please welcome Eric Henderson, everybody. This is Eric Henderson. Ah, good to see you, sir. I think we spelled your name correctly. Right on. Hello, everybody. Well, all right. Well, give it, we're chucking Eugene a round of applause, guys. Oh, this is a nice, nice show. They didn't tell me about the shorts policy, so I came in my hobo jeans today. Nice. <laughs> so I'm going to be, after the show, I'll be out on the street panhandling. See something, say something, just throw, throw a couple dollars in my hat, you guys. A uh, little bit about myself. I feel fantastic right now, you guys. I did a show last night, and I got paid in Percocet, and I cashed that check about 45 minutes ago. So, uh... Anybody needs a hug buddy after this? Hendo's your friendo. Comprendo? Those are the rules. It's a little, little nickname I gave myself when I was on drugs once. It stuck. Other than that, I love living in Denver. You guys, this is the greatest state in the country right now, probably, right? I don't know. I don't travel much. But uh, mostly because the weed. Mostly because the weed. Not just because I love to smoke it. I'm also behind the financial aspect of it, right? Because we are dirty, filthy rich now. Like other states are gonna succumb to structure fires and we are working on installing a nacho cheese slip and slide down the steps of our Capitol building, right? If you don't like the weed, the beer's off the charts. We have the most craft brewery per what the fuck ever, right? Per capita. Uh, and we're progressive with it too. Like I was in a bar recently and they were advertising for, on the wall for a, a flyer for a pub crawl for cancer coming up, you guys. That's right. Pub crawl for cancer, just tackling the important issues. The only way we know how. That's right, you guys. Once this is such a huge success, you're all invited to my LSD party for epilepsy awareness I'll be throwing. Um, 
It's gonna be a barn burner. It'll be in the closet of my studio apartment, you guys. Yeah. Uh, gonna lick some paper, draw some koala bears, really get to the bottom of this one, right? A pub crawl for cancer. That's like having an ice cream social for diabetes awareness, right? Or a fight club for domestic violence. That's not something that's generally gonna solve the problem. Um, of course, that is, that is just a joke, you guys, but you are all invited to my fight club for domestic violence I'm gonna be having on Monday. Uh, Gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Bring your wife, your 50 bucks, your frustra frustrations. Let's hammer this one out, you guys. Never mind. What you, are you taking notes? What you writing? Yeah, I was saying good job. Oh, cool. I thought that was like an order for nachos for the two of us. That'd be great. <laughs> if we could get an order of nachos while me and Chuck are up here. <laughs> that would be neat. Uh, some cool things are going on in my life. You guys, my high school reunion's coming up in a, like a month or so. I'm not going. Um, but like high school reunions, that used to be a, a thing back in the day before like technology ruined the novelty that is life, right? Like there used to be more mystery involved with, with life, you know? You didn't know everything about all of your friends. And back in the day, you used to like graduate high school, get drafted into war and have to go kill Nazis and shit, right? Maybe get kidnapped by a family of Native Americans. I don't know. It's just, it was tougher to live back then is what I'm saying. And like now I don't see why it's necessary for me to waste a Saturday afternoon to have cheese sticks at a VFW hall with somebody when I already know what you've had for breakfast every day for the last six years. Like, and plus, they closed the high school that I went to, so it's just going to be at the Cracker Barrel that most of the graduating class still works at. And uh, <laughs> to sit around and watch my old friends talk about their kids, their little fuck trophies, like they're important or some shit, right? Like, kids are just more people, right? That's all they are. They're not special. Last time I checked, people just hate people. It's just in the culture these days. So... I'm not gonna get excited about your child. Plus, you can tell me that having a, a kid is the greatest thing in the known universe, but it'll never be more fun than playing with the box that it came in, right? That's not. Hey! 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 That's that, that's that, that's that pink stuff for the slow thinkers there. That's that snatch. Pro snatch, ladies. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, and uh, some other great things are going on in my life. I just got out of a relationship, which was cool, right? Got to have breakup sex, which is fantastic. Turns out I love breakup sex, or as I like to call it, a fun hump, right? Uh, turns out my favorite kind of breakup sex is when she doesn't know we're having it, right? Like, as <laughs> yeah. soon as this is over, or he, or he, she or he, whoever, when, when the recipient is unaware. I'll politically correct that joke. There, it's for everyone. Uh, or just leave it as a one-liner, because it's really got no steam after that. Um, <laughs> that's it. It goes, it goes nowhere. Uh, but no, I, uh, I was dating a very nice girl, and uh, lately uh, we had gone out on a date, and she had, uh, she had prepared, like, went at the extra mile, right? She said she waxed everything, you know what I'm saying, right? And, uh, like, she didn't go to a salon like you normally do, I guess. Uh, she called her friends over and had a wax party, and because... Yeah, that's right. She's just all of her friends and just a bottle of wine and their favorite Adele record and just rip all that out of there. Just get rid of that, right? And that is preparation you will never see from the dude's side of the, side of the day, right? Like, this phone call has never happened. Hey, Fred, uh, yeah, why don't you pick up a 30-rack and a hot bottle of wax and come on down to my place later, right? Put on our favorite Adele record and take care of this Chewbacca painting I've been working on for the last 28 years. After I'm done, I'll do you, no problem, man. We'll pick out a nice shirt for Rebecca. I'm going to the Cheesecake Factory later. That's right. She swiped right, and I'm going to give her what she deserves. Um, that D, give her that D. If you see that extra effort, give her that extra pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, wake her up with it in the morning with a move I like to call the butt push. Just, you know, start rubbing it on her, right? <laughs> Anybody? 
That's nature's alarm clock, am I right, ladies? The butt push. That's maybe if I rub it on her, she'll play with it. I don't know. That's a less of a joke, more of a secret for later. You guys, try that out. Thank me when you get the chance. Uh, but no, I, uh, so, so, you know, but it kind of sucks being out of a relationship, but I just credit it to God. It's just God's plan. God's got a plan for everybody, right? The Lord. Let's praise Jesus. Anyways, uh, God's plan has been pretty, he's been pretty dope. He's been pretty generous for his plan with me. I was up till 5 a.m. this morning doing cocaine. God's plan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spent all day today just fucking just hung over and praising to the Lord. God's plan. Just now I'm here with you guys. God's plan. Anyways. That's going to go somewhere eventually, but not really. Uh, I'm not really that religious, you guys. I don't know if you could tell by looking at me, but uh, to me, there's just too much controversy behind it. Uh, I got friends trying to tell me that Jesus was white, and I have other friends trying to tell me that Jesus was black, and I'm standing here thinking, you know that's God's only son? You don't think he might have came in like a special limited edition color or some shit, right? Like something, like your Jordans and shit, right? Like to set him aside so you see him going down the street, you're like, that motherfucker is special. It's Jesus. It's God's son. It's fucking turquoise. That's cool. It's the only guy. It's fucking green or shit. You know? It's a fun joke. I'm gonna do an impression really quick for everybody. If I could just do an impression. Um, it's the only impression that I do, and I do like it a lot. It makes me happy. Uh, this is my impression of uh, of the beloved uh, Hulk Hogan in his locker room, getting getting ready for one of his headlining bouts. This was like two months ago, Hulk Hogan, getting, getting ready for one of his headlining bouts. Okay. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Thank you, that's it, thank you. That joke was funnier before he went off the walls and became a racist, so. Sometimes you gotta burn the material. How we doing, it's still good? So where's the nachos? Uh, this wasn't part of God's plan. Mm. Well. Thank you. Yeah, I got. I, I got. I'll, I'll step back over here. Then I got not that much. So I, I just had God's plan jokes in my head. Oh, did you? It's the all, divine. It's all part of God's plan. The divinity. Of he planted plan. them there. Like the seeds that the tree grew from. I don't know. It's it's weird having somebody else up here. I'm not normally used to this. I uh, I play by myself a lot. That's what I do. Hang out alone. <laughs> so it's nice to have a partner finally. This is cool. Uh, but no. Um. I guess I'll get out of here in a second, I suppose. But uh, I was trying to tell, there's no segue into this joke. I meant to tell it earlier and I forgot, so just, just bear with me. Anyway, so I, I was dating a girl, and, uh, and she never wanted kids, right, which is fantastic, because I don't want kids. And uh, she had, uh, what, this, what they, they uh, an IUD, have you guys heard about these? Right, is birth control, uh, it stands for intrauterine device. I think, and I only know what one of those words means. Um, so I have no idea what it is. To me, I think it's a guy with a space helmet and some laser beams just shoved up there. Pew, 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 just taking care of business. Pew, 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 pew. Sent from the future to protect my future. Pew, 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 pew. Sometimes we connect and our eyes light up. It's fantastic, you guys should try it. I sort of lost you on the weird laser beam joke, so that's cool. But uh, no, I will get out of here in a second. I, I hope everybody's drinking. I, uh, I'm a big fan of booze. That's, that's part of God's there. plan. Part of God's plan. He, made, he, he let us discover it, so hell yeah. And then God's plan. Um, but uh, I don't condone drunk driving, you guys, but I, I do get it. We've all been there. You know, out there you get that booze in you, that confidence. You feel like you can do anything. 
And then you hop behind the wheel of your car, and like all of a sudden it's like playing your video games, right? Like as soon as that door clicks shut, it's like hitting that star in Super Mario Brothers. What's that? A DUI checkpoint? Oh shit, breakfast burrito, extra life. But it's bad, right? You get pulled over, arrested, end up in jail. Then all of a sudden it's like the underground level, like the do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> it's a totally different game now, right? You're dodging fireballs, some dude's calling you princess, it's weird, you know? <laughs> and the stone driving's like the underwater level, like the do 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 If you guys didn't laugh at that, it's not my fault you didn't make it that far in that video game. Step it up for next time, that's it for me, everybody. Thank you so much. Eric Henderson, you get a complimentary huge chuckles space station conundrum notepad. There you go. Write a few jokes on that. Uh, the middle of your set was a little weak. Oh. <laughs> wow. Right? Right. Hey, that was a critic. Thank you. I, I, I love the guy. He knows that. He's a good fella. He's a good fella. Uh, hi to John and the rest of my gay tourage. They've arrived late, which is right at gay 30. That's when they got here. Uh, thanks for the birthday party, by the way. Uh, they threw me a wonderful birthday party, which is, uh, I love my friends. Uh, guess what kind of cake the gays got their bear? <laughs> uh, uh, someone got me Twinkies. Uh, very good guess. Uh, uh, a fruit tort. <laughs> I want to sue them. No, I'm going to go to court and file a fruit tort. <laughs> Who the fuck would come up with fruit tort? That's Democrats. You know what I mean? That, they know I'm for tort reform. I'm a Republican. Reform that thing into a fucking chocolate cake. Just threw those away yesterday. Or a good peach fuzz cobbler. All right, thank you. All right. Peach fuzz cobbler. All right. Some of you you got to eat ass to get some of my jokes, everybody. <laughs> Sorry about that. Some of you look wicked timid. And you were like, I just don't get the peach fuzz cobbler. And I bet, I bet that's why you're frowning so often. Okay, okay. We did that joke, check mark on that one. Uh, one more act and then our headliner, uh, uh, Terry Barton Gregg is gonna close out the show. And then we have our movies, uh, Shark from C. Edward Wah. And we have Space Station Conundrum coming up, the gayest movie we've ever made in our life. All right. This next gentleman, I'm sure, is excited to meet you. You've become quite a wonderful audience. You feel good, everybody? Beyonce in the house. Beyonce in the house. Uh, and thanks for the upslope. I appreciate that, Rodney. Uh, please welcome and enjoy the laughs from Charles Pang, everybody. Here is Charles Pang. We'll give him a nice round of applause. He'll give us a nice set full of jokes. Right on. Thanks for being here, sir. Thank you, guys. Where are my Asians at? Fucking liars. <laughs> I appreciate that though. I always find it amazing that out of a billion of us, I'm always like the only one here. Uh, I didn't know I was supposed to be my selfie stick. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're building some cool shit somewhere. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see, a bit about me. I'm uh, a Masian. <laughs> no way! I only say that because people always ask me, like, where are you from? And I tell them Colorado. And they're like, no, like, where are you from? I'm like, Aurora? You know? And then they're like, 
Like, where, where are your parents from? I'm like, oh, you got me. They're from Korea. Some of them lasted north or south. I'm just like, dude, you're just a fucking idiot. <laughs> Go to school. But, you know, it makes me think, like, you know, like, how many of these Ancestry.com questions can I make them ask? You know, like, what if my parents were born in California? What about your grandparents? You know, I just ask, you know, like, just come out, say it. Like, are you fucking Chinaman? You know, that, that's less, that's less offensive to me. I had a kid call me Jackie Chan, which is fine. I was a little hurt because I always try to portray myself as a Bruce Lee type. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but uh, you just got to go with the times, you know? Uh, somebody told me I looked like this, uh, this, this actor. I didn't know who it was. And then I Googled him. And it was the guy who played Shang, Shang Tsung on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you know, I was just like, you're not even trying. <laughs> like, but I don't know. Like, the story of my family is awesome. Um, my, my dad's name is uh, Iksu. My mom's name is Ilsoon. Story of Ikanil, I think it's, it's cute. Uh, they came to this country, and uh, my dad started a business with uh, a very awesome uh, Jewish guy. His name is Sherwood. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know the power couple of the Jurian combo, but it's, it's the shit, I'll tell you what. Uh, but Sherwood, it's actually his birthday today. He's probably watching. So uh, happy birthday. Guys, I'll be there soon anyway. <laughs> um, like Sher Sherwood's awesome. He he's Jewish, but you know, like he'll eat pork. He just eats, like you know, he doesn't care. He just enjoys life. And uh, like the thing I love about Sherwood, he he's an awesome piano player. And uh, back in college, he was in an all Jewish band uh, called Pontius Pilate and the Nail Driving Five. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he drew up a hearse, said that was badass. Everybody just slowed down for him. I don't know, it was badass. Um, but like that, that, like my dad and him, they're like an awesome couple because they have stories where, I don't know, it's kind of like the Bible, you can't confirm it or anything like that. Like he told me he got on a plane, and it was the first time they sat first class, and sitting in the seat in front of him was Ray Charles. And then in the seat over here was Stevie Wonder. And I was just like, what the fuck? How ironic that the two, like, most popular blind... I was just like, is this story real or are you guys just fucking with me? You know, like, I don't know. Because, you know, like, I asked my dad questions. You know, like, I asked him. Obviously, an Asian didn't make this mic. I don't know. <laughs> no. I asked my dad uh, what Hyundai means uh, in Korean. And he told me that Hyundai is... Uh, the Korean word for gear. And then I asked him, what does Kia mean? And he told me that Kia is how Koreans say the word gear. <laughs> Kia. <laughs> I was like, that explains a lot of the, uh, the loss in translation between me and him uh, back in the day. Um, you know, I, I always wondered like why he named me Charles. You know, ick, ill, Charles, it just didn't fit, you know. Uh, Asian kids would always make fun of me. And, uh, you know, I asked my dad, like, why'd you name me Charles? He's like, I don't know. I want to name you Peter. You know, I was like, you want to <laughs> name me Peter Pang? Like, that's... <laughs> I was like, all right, well, you know, I think it would be worse. You know, like, uh, Sherpa was actually, like, the only person growing up who uh, called me Charlie. 
Um, and, you know, right about middle school, like, I'd be, like, downtown walking around, and, you know, like, all these homeless people would be like, hey, Charlie, what's up? Is that you? And I'm just like, shit, I'm, like, popular as hell. Like, I don't know what's going on. And, like, it just got real weird. You know, I, I felt like I was, like, the Truman Show, and, and then finally, like, sure, it was just like, uh, I don't know how to break this to you, but Charlie was what they called, like, Asian people during Vietnam. And I was just like, those fucking assholes. <laughs> All this time. I mean, it explains why I was such a hit at the, uh, the VFW, but <laughs> yeah, I just thought that would be valuable information to know before the field trip. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, how, how do you teach racism? You know, I, I, you know like, I think it's funny. Um, my mom, like, always, like, just try to keep me out of gangs, you know, try to keep me doing good. She just found out that I had a tattoo, uh, and she was just like, are you in a gang? And I was like, mom, it's a tattoo of a fucking heart that says love. Like, what? <laughs> I don't think you have to worry. But uh, we watched shows like Gangland. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched Gangland, but there was uh, a story about a, an Asian gang, um, which I thought was going to be like the triads, but they were actually called uh, the Asian Boys. Which, to me, just sounded like a tutoring company. I'm not gonna lie, you know? Which I thought was clever. But like, I don't know, like the thing about Gangland, which I never understood, was like the, the censoring that they did. Um, and you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, they'll be like chopping up drugs, flashing gang signs, and the only thing they like censor out is like their eyes, you know, with like a big black bar. It's just like, you know? It's like, I, I know who that is. He's got little Wayne tattooed right here. You know, like I know who that is. What's the point of that? And then when I was watching the, the Asian boys, you know, it, it just made me chuckle because, <laughs> no joke, their lines were just like, I, I just thought it was classic. You know, they probably could have saved some money and just not even put the lines on there. It's <laughs> but I don't know. Do you guys have uh, Asian friends? <laughs> Everybody's got to have one. Yeah. You got like a whole crew. A whole crew? Yeah. Break dancers? San Francisco, baby. I don't know. We're, we're, like, we're like changing and stuff like that. Um, any, uh, any online daters here? Cool. She didn't come. That's, that's awesome. I'm just striking out here. Over for 2. Nobody's coming. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel I'm, I'm like an Asian male on these dating sites. And... Uh, I don't know, it, it, it just, they're just always into like stereotypes and stuff like that. And I'm not gonna lie, uh, I'm on OkCupid. Uh, I have three different profiles. Uh, Mellow Yellow Fellow, um, uh, The Big Pang Theory, uh, and, then, and then Pangsy. I started doing art and uh, my favorite artist. Either way, you know, people are like, I don't know, do you have some kind of like identity crisis? And I was like, I know it seems that way. But really, I'm just trying to reinforce the stereotype that all Asians look alike. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it's kind of funny, I've been doing this dating site for like five years now. And uh, I got an email at the beginning of the year, and they asked me uh, to be a moderator, you know, for catfish and stuff like that. And I was like, what a slap in the face. You know, I've been doing this for five years, haven't had any luck. Put me to work, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. But it kills time. Uh, I've gone on a couple dates. Uh, God is actually an acronym for me going on dates. 
or when I'm at strip clubs <laughs> giving out dollars. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> like random random stuff always happens on my dates. Uh, like I, I, I'm I was raised to be respectful, which uh, you know with women is chivalry, you know. But you know whatever, it's it's a twofer for me. But you know I'm always holding doors uh, for people, old people, women. You know, that's why I'm late, late to work, like, all the time, you know? <laughs> but uh, I came up with, on the situation. Maybe you guys can help me out. I have no idea what to do. Um, I went on a date, and there was a revolving door. And I, I just didn't know what the, the chivalrous thing to do was, you know? Like, like, do I let her go first, and I, like, push it for her? You know, or do I go, and then she, like, follows me, you know? And I just sit here, I'm like, I gotta make a choice. You know, I look like an idiot just standing here. And so I get in, and I start going, and then she, like, startled me by jumping in the same stall with me, which, like, almost decapitated her. Like, that would have been a crazy date, you know, like. <laughs> but the awkward part about it was that we went around, and then she got out, and then I had to go around again. You know, like, that was just odd. So I just use the handicap door now. I think that's... That's the easiest way. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that, that's the only solution I found, you know? Like, I've read dating books. They got nothing. So that's, that's my advice to you guys. Ancient Chinese secret. Um, but no, uh, when I get on these dates, they always ask me, you know, like, about the Asian stereotype. Um, you know, like, is it true what they say about Asians? You know, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm pretty dumb. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I don't think we're all smart. And then they're like, no, not that, you know, like, the other one. I'm like, I don't know, I'm a pretty good driver. <laughs> and I know what they're asking, you know, like, you know, like, again, it's like the where are you from? Just fucking ask me, you know? It's like, like, do they really have, like, tiny, you know? And I'm just like, well, first of all, tiny is a matter of perspective, right? Like, I saw a fucking porno video where a fucking girl sat on a fucking plunger handle, like a fucking... Suppository pill. You know, like, I don't know, like, if that, that's your idea of big, then yeah, I'm fucking teeny as fuck. But you know, she always pulls out like the, and I don't know who came up with this stereotype, but I love it. I love it that, that girls think that, like, we're like this. Because, you know, when the bar's just set that low, you know, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's amazing. You know, every time I walk into math class, I feel like I have to, like, set the curve. Walking in bed, it's just like, oh, this is what it feels like. Like, stupid as fuck. Yeah, I that probably didn't make any sense. Did it? How, about, how am I doing on time? Uh, you, you could cut short. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because I have to go to a cocktail party. Hello, my name is Chuck Roy. I'm right here. You're doing great, pal. You're doing great. You're doing great. Chuck is awesome. No, no, no. It's funny that you, you talked about the Twinkie. Uh, growing up, all the Asian kids called me Twinkie. I never knew why, and then they're like, <laughs> you know, they're like, because you're yellow on the outside and white on the inside. And I was just like, what? Like, what does that even mean? And then they called me like banana, you know, which is the name for my dick now. <laughs> uh, or, you know, maybe it was because I was slicking yellow. I don't know, I don't know. Like, you know, it was just the whole yellow thing. I just never understood it. You know, I, I watched The Simpsons and I'm like, you know, that's yellow to me. But the, the Asians on The Simpsons were whiter than everybody else. It didn't make sense. Um, 
I'd watch Back to the Future and like, you know, Marty McFly. Are you yellow? I just got pissed off. I'm just like, well, what's this yellow thing? I don't know, I love it. I love, you know, call me yellow. Call me Jackie Chan. Call me, call me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you guys have been awesome. I appreciate the time and uh, yeah. yeah. Nice job. You did an official huge chuckle space station conundrum. I gave you a joke there. Uh, uh, my dick is a banana because it, it comes in a bunch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, try not That's to awesome. In a bunch. I like that. Thanks. Sure. Try not to ruin it. <laughs> Charles Pang, everybody. Charles Pang. You did great. You did fine. Shockroy. Thank you, guys. All right. Good job, sir. Good job. Thanks for being here. I, I, you know, I was going to invite you to work on my model railroad until I found out you weren't Chinese. <laughs> okay. All right. You're a good sport, uh, funny guy. I'm glad you did the show. It's good to see you again. Um, I don't know who farted, but God. Uh, as if it's not hot in here, everybody. Uh, okay, uh, one more funny comedian, and then our fi fine movies. Stick around. We've got a movie by C. Edward Wah, famous French-Canadian director, and then Eugene Kenny's first short. Okay, all right. Uh, young lady, it's time. To, uh, we haven't worked together since the Spaghetti Western Comedy Show. Glad to tell jokes again with you. Would you please welcome Terry Barton Gregg, everybody? Here comes Terry Barton Gregg. You look lovely. I love your shorts. Thank you. Thank you, Armory. You know what? Let's hear it for Chuck Roy, Gene Kenny, and our technical advisor out there. Okay, so where is my Asian gay Jew crew? <laughs> Where's my Asian gay Jew crew? Yeah. Apparently they're mute. <laughs> Apparently they're mute. Anywho, um, we had quite the ethnic show tonight. We've had two black men. We've had a gay man, a lesbian. We've had an Asian. What, uh, apparently Vic Alejandro wasn't uh, <laughs> And I'm your Jew. My name is Terry Barton Gregg, and I am the Hebrew hairdresser. That's yeah. right. I'm the yeah. Jew with the do. You guys can do better than that. Yeah. Ooh, love that one, love that one. You know, I knew in high school I didn't need an aptitude test to know I'd be a great hairdresser. Because if you can roll a joint, you can wrap a perm. Yeah. Same motion. <laughs> and that's how I got my dates. Yep, gifted and talented. That's what they used to call me, gifted and talented. You know, I am a clean comic. I do not do jokes about sucking dick. Mm -mm. I do not suck my husband's dick. Jewish women do not suck their husband's dick. They prefer to suck the life out of them. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. I am a Denver native, fifth generation. Where are my Denver natives? Okay, because if you're gay and you're Asian and you're Jews, you gotta be Denver natives too. They're still mute, still mute. Anyway, I went to George Washington High School in the 70s during the riots. And the Jews were always the first to leave the school premises because we had cars. As a matter of fact, I drove the original Jew canoe. My young Kipper Clipper was a Ford Exodus. 
no GPS, 40-year warranty, and a Jew canoe is the only kind of canoe that no matter how hard you try, you can't get it to tip. <laughs> no, and you know, it was funny, because in high school, I really wanted to learn how to play an instrument. Okay, dirty people, get off of that one. I really wanted to learn how to play an instrument. So I went to the band director, and I said, I really want to play an instrument. He said, Terry, which, which instrument do you want to play? And I said, I want to play the flute. He goes, oh, honey, I'm sorry, you've got the wrong lips. I'm not sure which ones he wanted me to use. He used to see me play the Jews harp. <laughs> I can do that. Well, since then, my husband and I have moved south, just past Park Ghettos to High Rollers Ranch. And the entire ethnic population has increased to two, <laughs> including my husband and I, yes. And my Jews, do, uh, my uh, neighbors do not know how to speak to a Jew. They have no clue. When we first moved in, my neighbor said, Terry, is it okay to call someone a Jew? I said, not if they're Muslim. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. And uh, my neighbor, she, to this day, my dog's got out, and to this day, she still thinks their names are son of a bitch and you little motherfucker. It's my kid. It's my kids. It is. And she, uh, she asked me, she said, well, how do Jews deal with their kids? How do they like their kids? I said, Jews, Jewish mothers like their kids like they like their burritos, smothered. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. That was my Beyonce move. That was my big Beyonce move. And my, my neighbor has five kids. This bitch has five kids. Yours, mine, ours, theirs, and one they found on the side of the road in China. And she called me one day, and she was hysterical, and she said, Terry, Oh my God, I can't believe it. My Rottweiler just bit my, my little boy in the, in, the, in, the, in the face. What should I do? And I said, well, I don't know. What do you think you should do? And she said, should I put him down? I said, well, I don't know. It's a little drastic, but you do have four more. <laughs> hey, I didn't name him euthanasia. That wasn't my choice. It wasn't my choice. So anyway, so um, on my way here today, I went to the ATM. And your spell check will fuck you every time. So instead of saying, uh, sorry for your inconvenience, it said, sorry for your incontinence. No. Not as sorry as I am. I want to know how they knew. I sneezed a little. I did sneeze a little. And then the doctor's office sent me an email recently that said that I was suffering from culinary artery disease. Like, duh. I mean, we knew that. Betty Crocker knew that for sure. That was a new one. That's a new one. You better give me notes on that one. Be, you'll work on it. I'll work on it. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. Well, anyway, my neighbors do not know how to decorate for Christmas. I mean, they over-decorate. They've got the music. They've got the life-size nativity scene. It's crazy. So my house looks like the gap tooth and the Christmas smile. <laughs> but my neighbors are so delightful. Every night they come down to my house, and they decorate my front lawn with those lovely burning crosses. <laughs> and they look delightful in those white hoodies. Terrible. So I am a hair designer. I know, I comb my hair with a pillow today. It's quite the do. I am a hair designer, I work for the hair color companies. And I realize that my boss is a regular fucking bitch. I'm self-employed. <laughs> and the hair color companies have come up with some great names for hair colors like Frivolous Fawn, Bashful Beige. My favorite is Pretty Beaver. 
you tell me there's one woman in here, because there's only one. There's two, there's three, four, that would bitch if I gave her a pretty beaver. Next time I'm going for feisty pussy. I am. So uh, with, uh, I love it when new clients call me and they say, Terry, I've never seen that. Terry, do you think I need a trim? I'm like, I don't know, I've never met you before. Let me consult my checkbook. My checkbook is reflecting that not only do you need a trim, but I think you need some highlights, a little color, and baby, you're getting the happy ending. <laughs> yep, and so I, I love it when the brothers call me and they say, say baby, I'd like a little trim. You guys know what trim is? Do you? I'm still waiting for the Asian contingent back there. Anyway, so they say, you know, I say, I bet you would. And I said, you like a little off the top? Speaking of what? I like a little off the top? You want me to blow that for you too? <laughs> so I did, just for the tip. And he gave me a pearl necklace. <laughs> and you know how you can tell if pearls are real? You run them over your teeth. You don't know what I had to, who I, what I had to run over my teeth to get these pearls. Ah. <laughs> and I don't understand why women these days are getting these Brazilians. I mean, I think it's ridiculous. Personally, I've invested in a good set of extensions. I'm beating it, braiding it, throwing some feathers in there. Hey, it worked for Captain Jack Sparrow. Wow. And for, and for the holidays, I like to do a little something, something extra. So for Christmas, throw in the tinsel, hang some stockings, mistletoe for mommy. What do you kiss under the mistletoe? Okay, I know you guys don't know. <laughs> where, are my, where are my lesbians? They'll tell you. They'll tell you what that is. You know, and for Hanukkah, because I like saying that, Hanukkah, I just go ahead and shave down the middle, keep it long on the sides, curl it, draw in two eyes, and boom, there's Rabbi Lipschitz. <laughs> with his tongue hanging out. <laughs> and my husband, my husband's in charge of Easter. He's in charge of Easter. He's got the nest with the two eggs, and it's delightful until he starts choking the chicken. That was a new one, too. <laughs> that was a new one, too. That's a little peep of a joke. It was a little peeper joke. It's a peeper joke. <laughs> it's just a little peeper joke. Anyway, so I have been married for 11 glorious months. The rest of the 33 years have been shit. Yep, my husband just recently moved to Garden City, Kansas, because there is a God. And I don't know why they call it Garden City. There's no gardens, it's not a city, they should just call it shithole. <laughs> he just got his doctorate in educational psychobabble. Yep, I used to refer to him as Mr. Doolittle, now it's doctor does nothing. <laughs> and you know, he's a doctor, right? Big freaking deal, PhD. He can't perform plastic surgery, he cannot write a script for medical marijuana, and if I have an orgasm, he expects a copay. <laughs> And for what fucking Dr. Overcharge expects for a copay, I can't afford to fake it anymore. <laughs> you want me to keep going? I like that one. You want me to keep yeah, going? Yeah, I'm yeah, at yeah. nine. You don't got to cut short. I don't got to cut short? You Yay! We're going to have us some fun. So where are my dog people? <laughs> yeah, I am a uh, fight the dog lover. I actually have show dogs. I have Portuguese water dogs. Actually, one's a Portuguese land dog. She hates water. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't go to temple either, apparently. Anyway, so I go to the dog shows, and at the dog shows, those people are such mean fucking bitches, I can't even tell you. 
So I'm at the dog show, and they told me to register the first time. And I walked up to the desk, and the, I didn't realize a dog is a male and a female is a bitch. So the lady looked at me, and she said, do you got a dog? I said, no, my husband always brings me to a dog show without a dog. And she said, you got a bitch? And I said, not until that dog comment. <laughs> so anyway, so they're running around the ring, these poodles running around the ring. So one woman looks at me, and she goes, can you believe the ass on that bitch? I said, I thought she was kind of pretty. I thought that was a pretty bull. And she said, I wasn't talking about the dog. <laughs> so my husband loves to brush his teeth in the nude. You guys all do it. You brush your teeth in the nude and you hold your package. Why do you hold your package? Is it the jiggle? Is it the sink's cold? Anyway, he's doing this. He's brushing away. And my dog's behind him like this. And he goes in for the big lick a lick of the gadunk dunk and my husband thinks mama's getting a freak on. Okay, I don't suck dick, and this Jewy mama does not toss a salad. I can tell you that right now. It depends on the dressing. Nice save, nice save. So anyway, so I'm a little concerned because he started buying him the really expensive dog food. And the other night I walked by our room and he was in bed smoking a cigarette with Sherman yeah, listening to Barry White. So I decided that we were going to breed my dog because he is a purebred. Yeah, so am I. Came with papers, registration, thoroughbred. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the chamber first. Um, yeah, I get the first train ticket off the line. Um, so anyway, so I took him to the, to the vet, to the repo vet, and I said, okay, so um, what's a collection? Because she's going to collect him. Oh, look, they're here for me. It's a parade. <laughs> So anyway, she, I said, what's a collection? And she said, it's a manipulation. Manipulation, my ass. It's a rub and tug. Okay? So here I am at the vet's office, and I came in, and they said, now, which, vet, uh, which, which, which do you prefer? And I said, well, he really likes that blonde vet. She said, no, I, I meant the bitch. And I said, that's who I'm talking about. <laughs> so anyway, so Sherman is certifiably gay. My little dog, Sherman, is totally gay. I mean, he even barks with a lisp. So anyway, so Sherman is in there, and the, 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 um, the vet comes over, and she gets all prepared. And, and I thought she was going to put a glove on. She didn't put a glove on. But he thinks her hands are so soft. So she starts going at it and going at it, and they bring in this teaser bitch. And I was like, he was like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing this. So we had to bring in a male standard poodle, work like a dream. So she's doing this stuff. <laughs> she's doing this stuff. And I said, you know, when you go for a job interview and they ask what your previous duties are, do you tell them fluffer, dog fluffer? So she's doing this, and I said, you know, my husband's out in the car, and it's his birthday. Do you think we can get twofers? <laughs> hey, for 92 bucks? Shit, I'm getting an appointment twice a month for that bastard. <laughs> that boy, is, he's going to be there. He's going there. So anyway, so upon completion, my dog falls to the floor. All four legs are, are out. And he, he was just, I don't know if it was appreciation or he was just, you know, humiliated, but he started to cry. So I, afterward, I took him out to the car, and my husband said, how did it go? I said, it went okay. And he goes, just like daddy? And I said, yeah, he's a two-pump chump and a weeper. <laughs> he is. So I was just recently um, emceeing, and the crowd is always about right here, right? They're always about eye level. And I had a particularly tight pair of pants on, <laughs> and my zipper blew. 
It just blew. It just freaking blew. And you have to address it because this poor bastard's eye to eye with Captain Jack Sparrow in a hot pink hairnet looking off my lunch lady. So I told him that Big Ethel needed a breath of fresh air. <laughs> and so he started rubbing his eye and I said, oh my God, sir, are you okay? And he goes, yeah. And I said, did I get you with the zipper head? And he goes, no, just a little dust. <laughs> just a little dust. Well, I wrap this thing up pretty quick, but I want to tell you a couple of my observations. And my observations are, you know, my idea of the perfect man, rich, mute, terminal, with no known living relatives. <laughs> and the first time a dog sees a Christmas tree, do they think, oh, shit, indoor plumbing. <laughs> and the reason they don't have cheerleaders at a hockey game, because if they did the splits on the ice, it would be like getting your tongue stuck to a popsicle. Yeah. My name is Terry Barton Greg. I'm giving you back to my Chuck Roy. Thank Terry you. Barton Greg. Nice job. Nice job. Don't forget your uh, complimentary huge Shuckle Space Station conundrum notepad. We have one left to give away. That's, uh, uh, that's exciting. That's, uh, oh, yeah, don't forget, on your table are these uh, lovely uh, flyers from Haven Salon. Uh, uh, they let me put up a poster for our show there, and then I noticed their brochures, and I said, I would put them on the table. Uh, so, uh, it smelled nice, went in there. It smelled like a rich twink. You know, like I was like, I think I'm going to have to start dating again. You know, maybe go to DU bars, meet a boyfriend. <laughs> then we can go to Haven Salon. All right, we have uh, short movies to show you. Uh, I think I want to get this. Oh, John, you're back in the room. I forgot to tell you, you missed hearing about Haven Salon. Uh, it smelled really good in there. Uh, a beautiful salon, lots of organic herbs and such to do a bath salt thing for your feet. Uh, <laughs> Organic herbs. It, it smelled like uh, sage paid the rent. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely not natural. So, ladies and gentlemen, sorry, that was a joke for uh, one of six out of the audience. For two people out of six. I don't mean to cheat the resty out of that. Definitely not organic. Come on. It was just, it was just one joke. All right. Uh, First movie is, uh, I believe, the premiere uh, is just a promo, right? Is it? Oh, I love that picture. Eugene, remember when you took us to the Reagan yeah. Bush debates in 1980, Nashua, New Hampshire? I grew up right across. I delivered the Nashua Telegraph. They were sponsors of the debate. I tried a paperboy contest to win tickets. I couldn't get them, so Eugene just ponied up, bought them on Amazon.com, got us tickets to the Reagan Bush debate in 1980. And that's how savage. Yeah, yeah. You see, George Bush is like, what is that Negro doing here? Jesus Christ, get him out. All right, that was long before Michael Steele. All right, uh, here's my plan. I think we have one trailer to show you, then a movie, then another movie. Uh, you've been a wonderful audience. This is my favorite part. Uh, here comes the promo for all of our movies tonight. Go ahead. Eugene! Eugene! You have to come back to the studio! Eugene! Come back! 
it was lame. You can say it was lame. You're too young to remember Shane, little boy. That's our, that was our spoof of Shane. All right, all right. I, you know, uh, uh, C. Edward Waugh is a French-Canadian filmmaker. He's very artsy. Some of you might not like him. He's also fat. All right, next film. I believe that this is the movie Shark, everybody. Chuck, you gotta come in! There's a shark! What? There's a shark! You gotta come in! Did you say shark? Yeah! There's a shark burger restaurant right up the street! Okay! Let me finish peeing! Okay, but hurry up! We don't want to miss the burgers! That's the dumbest thing we've ever made. <laughs> I thought peanut butter fish was fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> but shark takes the cake, bro. All right, all right. We smoke a lot of pot. I think that's evident. Um, and we make movies for you. And this is one we're very proud of. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the world premiere, highly anticipated space station conundrum. Planet Twink is under attack. Interstellar radar clocked five Cartillion battle destroyers headed to the Eastern Sea. If we don't respond, Planet Twink will be destroyed. They're trying to trap you. Yes. If we move Space Station Conundrum, the Cartillions will take the Utopian Galaxy. You can't send a squadron of Twinks flying Omega Fighters up against five Cartillion battle destroyers. I'm not sending a squadron! Just one. Omega Blasters won't outgun Cartillion Battle Destroyers. Last night, his rear thruster failed. If he warps without a rear thruster, his cosmic injector will explode. Did you tell him he can't warp without a rear thruster? We argued about it all night. And? He thought I was kidding, because my sense of humor is warped. If we lose Planet Twink, it's gonna be like the time the Cartillians blew up Planet Lacrosse. Had to spend six weeks going to your boyfriend's funerals. Looks like you'll need your black sport coat. I got one. 
That Space Station conundrum, everybody. Thanks for coming out to Huge Chuckles. Please come back next month. We'll see you next time. Good night, everybody.